0: Listener
1: production.
2: Australia Today's Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling.
0: Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Friday, the 26th of August. A major drug bust this morning with New South Wales Police recording the largest seizure of ice in Australian history after an additional ton of the drug was found as part of an ongoing investigation. Our reporter, Madeline Palmer, has the details from Sydney. Morning, Tash. Detectives launched Strike Force Chellington earlier this year to investigate the importation of illegal drugs into New South Wales. Just last month, Australian Border Force officials found nearly 800 kilograms of methamphetamine concealed within marble stone in sea cargo containers at Port Botany. Now, officials have discovered an additional 1,060 kilos of ice, also contained in marble stone, arriving in sea cargo last week. The street value of the total seizure is estimated at $1.6 billion, the largest ice bust in Australia ever. Three men aged 24, 26 and 34 have been charged as a result of the investigation. Police in Victoria are investigating an incident of suspected road rage that led to a four-car pile-up on a Melbourne freeway. The crash on the Ring Road yesterday also caused major delays, with drivers at a standstill for a number of hours. One man was taken to hospital in a critical condition where he is still fighting for life. The Greens are proposing a nationwide rent freeze for two years to help solve Australia's housing affordability crisis. Rents have skyrocketed across many parts of the country, including in many rural areas, with the party proposing landlords absorb the higher costs. Greens MP Max Chandler-Mather has told Channel 10 it's time to address the crisis. Right
2: now we're in a worse housing crisis than we were during the pandemic, and so we need an equally uh, urgent national response to rents.
0: But the plan has been slammed by many, including Tim Lawless from Core Logic, who says it doesn't make sense in the long term.
2: It probably will make the situation all the worse. Uh, by freezing rents, we probably provide a further disincentive to introducing more rental supply to the marketplace, which, of course, means that down the track, this situation where rental supply is being overwhelmed by demand just pushes rents up even higher.
0: And the housing affordability crisis in regional areas will be top of the agenda as the New South Wales Bush Summit kicks off today in Griffith. Also set to be discussed, a multi-billion dollar plan to invest in rail, housing and connectivity across the rural network. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese and New South Wales Premier Dominic Perrottet will both attend the summit. And victims of the robo-debt scheme are welcoming the federal government's announcement of a Royal Commission into the bungled program. Mr Albanese says the inquiry will investigate who was responsible, the cost to taxpayers and the harm caused to many victims.
1: The human cost of this, people lost their lives.
0: Queensland mother Kath Madgwick did lose her son and she's told Channel 9 he took his own life following an unlawful debt bill from the scheme. My future was taken away because, you know, I won't have grandchildren. I don't have him to see him grow up. In some way, I feel like I'm I'm about to get some closure on this. And a reminder, the number for Lifeline is 131114. Now, for the latest in business and finance news, we're joined this morning by Effie Zahos, editor at Larger Canstar. Effie, good morning. Now, we know the pension is set to increase next month, but with so many inflationary pressures at the moment, and, of course, the rising cost of living, will it be enough?
1: Well, that's the big question, Tash, because it is going up, up, up. We know it's going to hit over that seven percent mark. And just to, to bring it back, pensions get indexed twice a year in March, and I'm sure pensioners are waiting eagerly to see what the amount will be for next month, September twentieth. Now, in March, it went up about twenty odd dollars for a single pension, thirty odd dollars for for a couple. That's probably already wiped out. Um, and this is the thing, it, because it's only done twice a year. There's a lot of argument, and um, uh, call for it to be done quarterly, especially when you do have um, inflation that that 's moving so fast. Um, Look, some numbers were crunched uh, um, from the uh, Combined Pensioners and Superannuals Association and what they're saying is that someone on a single pension, and that's about $987 per fortnight, can see it go up by around $39 from September 20th and someone on a combined pension will see that money go up by about $59 per fortnight. But it's not enough Tash. The reason being where we're seeing a lot of the inflation is on non-discretionary items. So these are things like filling up the tank, putting food on the table, turning on, you know, putting the light, you know, having some lights. (laughs) Now, these are all things that uh, pensioners on a fixed income, they've got to spend their money on that. They can't really do much about it. They don't have a lot of discretionary, they don't have a lot of discretionary items rather that they can throw out. So, uh, unfortunately, it's still going to be a bit tough um, uh, until things stabilise.
0: And Effie, it's Friday. We always like to have plenty of fun. It's International Dog Day and it's a great reminder to not only celebrate our dogs, but get their finances in order.
1: Absolutely, Tash. When was the last time your dog did their finances to make sure Shocking. they're all up to date and Shocking. in order. <laughs> Shocking. Well, <laughs> let's go through a few things. And you hit the head it is very expensive. Um, so from Pet Circle, their research shows that the uh, average, uh, you know, cost of a dog per dog is around $3,350 per year. For a cat, it's a little bit less. So cat lovers uh, pay about $1,000 less, $2,377 per cat per year. I mean, you add up the, this, it's quite a lot but pet lovers would say that it doesn't matter what it costs they are part of the family so if they're part of the family you need to check what health cover do they have it? Do you want it? Because it's not cheap. And the thing with pet uh, insurance is that, obviously, the, the older your pet gets, the higher the premiums. Um, and, you know, you can find that your, your contract changes as well and you may not be covered for what you actually want. So they're kind of the things that people complain about with pet insurance. And I know over in Victoria, the, the state's Animal Justice Party is calling on for, like, a Medicare-like scheme, dubbed Veticare. It'd be interesting if that gets across the line. The other thing is insurance, home and contents insurance. I had a quick look and most policies do not include, um, you know, pet cover in their standard policy. You need to add that on. And let's talk about wills. Does your dog have a will? Um, Well, technically, you can't really give your inheritance to your dog, but you can prepare for them and and look after them in your will. And that's like either gift money or support your pet for the rest of its life through your will or establish a trust. These are all things you've got to consider. Thanks, Effie. Have a great weekend.
0: And joining us now with sport is Josh Conway. Josh, good morning to the NRL first. And it looks like Brisbane's season is hanging by a thread after last night's thumping.
2: That's right, Tash. And good morning to you. The Broncos season and finals hopes just about on live support following a 53-6 drubbing at the hands of Parramatta last night. Their season has well and truly unraveled. And they face the prospect of becoming the first team in NRL history to be in the top four with six rounds remaining, only to miss out on the top eight. Brisbane have lost their edge over Canberra, who will jump into the eight if they can beat Manly tomorrow. And all this didn't leave Broncos coach Kevin Walters too pleased post-game. You know, we got, again, 10 days now or whatever till next Saturday to fix it, get it right. I don't have too many answers at the moment, to be honest, but we just need to fix our attitude. On the Eels' side of things, Tash, their top four hopes are very much alive. Coach Brett Arthur revealing some old-fashioned full-contact training during the week inspired his troops and he says the big win leaves Para well-placed. Well, I think we're in a better position right now today than we were this time last year. You know, the boys showed a lot of want and desire tonight, Crossing co's to the AFL task, the AFLW kicked off last night with the men enjoying the pre-finals bye. It was Collingwood who ran out 18-point winners over Carlton. The Blues are certainly having no luck against their traditional rivals in the last week or two. And just some quick injury updates to task for the finals contenders. Richmond's Noah Cumberland went down with a leg injury yesterday at training, but the club says he should be right. While Melbourne star Clayton Oliver also didn't train due to a thumb issue, but he too should be raring to go for next weekend. To F1 and Dan Ricardo says he still has the passion for the sport despite losing his McLaren seat for next season. Speaking to reporters ahead of this weekend's Belgium Grand Prix, the Aussie says he still has the fire. It's the only racing I'm interested in. F1 is it's what I love and it's it's uh, where I see myself if, I, if I'm doing any racing. And just finally, Tash, some interesting news this morning. Aussie duo Nick Kyrgios and Tanasi Kokonakis have been drawn to face each other in the first round of next week's US Open. The draw announced this morning and that one, Tash, will sure have some fireworks.
0: Thanks, Josh. And there may be some jealousy from your other half on International Dog Day today. New researchers found 29% of married couples prefer to share the bed with their pet rather than their partner. Australia's most popular breed is the Cavoodle, followed by the Maltese Cross, and then the Labrador. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia. Today's morning agenda in your podcast feed from 7am every weekday morning. You can also catch the latest episode in a whole new world of audio by downloading the Listener app for free. I'm Natasha Berling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day and a lovely weekend. And we'll see you bright and early on Monday. Listener.